those that give and those that can't, Lord. You know our needs, oh God, Lord. Use it for the ministry. Use it for your kingdom, Lord. Bless each and every one of us, oh God. We give you all the praise, glory, and honor, Jesus. Amen.
They're wrapped up in this world. That's right. Everything. They're wrapped up in everything. Mm -hmm. But the other group, the only way they know the thief in the night came is they find out the next morning that the thief came. Yeah. They're left behind. Mm -hmm. yeah. But, see, I'm not a, believe me when I say this, I'm not a pre-trib person. I don't believe that. Yeah. I believe that our faith is going to get tested like it's never been tested. Yeah. Yeah. In other yeah. words, yeah, I'm, I want to share something with you, and this is what I mean about being persecuted. Brother Templemarian, <clears throat> in Ethiopia, this is what I'm talking about, and some of you might have to go through this. The communists were trying to take over Ethiopia, and they wanted him to renounce what he was teaching. He was teaching being baptized in Jesus' name, being filled with the Holy Ghost. He was teaching that. They wanted him to renounce it. He wouldn't do it. You know what they did? They took his baby boy and slammed him against the wall and killed him. But he would not renounce God. Amen. I believe with all my heart those days are coming for us. Amen. This world's going to change. Amen. Yep. And man, we got to wake up. Amen. Man, I thought Amen. about that. It's like, wow. Hallelujah. Remember, it says this generation won't, the generation that sees Israel become a nation again. He's going to return before that generation is all gone. Yep. There's still a few of them around. Don't forget that. Wow. We are in exciting, exciting days. Yes, man. And man, I'm sorry for getting emotional, but boy, oh boy, I never right. thought, you know, I thought the world was going to end in 1980. I seriously did. I was just out of high school. I thought we were going to war. I thought, man, this is it. World War III didn't happen. And everyone just kind of sits on their hands and say, well, I guess the Lord isn't going to return. I guess the Lord isn't going to return. And the thing is, is I'm not hearing anything in this world about anybody talking about anything like the Lord's going to return. All they're talking about is what are they going to do for the future? And what are they going to do this and do that yeah. and leave behind and all this stuff and everything? Man, don't hang on to this world because yeah, right. it's going to go away here yeah, real right. soon. Amen. Man, we are in exciting days. And I, I believe with all my heart that I'm going to see the Lord's return. Yeah. I believe that with all my heart. And it's like, man, the times we're living in are so exciting. Right. And that lesson we had this morning, wow. Amen. Man, that was loaded. Yes. Man, I was so bummed when it ended because I could talk about that stuff all day long. Wow. God's word. We are so blessed. Man, for you to know the truth. For decades, I lived in what I thought was the truth because that's what I was taught. But... Thank you, Jesus. Amen. He saw my heart, and he knew my desire was to know the truth. And I believe that out in this world, there's still people out there searching, and they want the truth. And it's going to come from the light that we show off. Yes. And we're going to have an opportunity to witness to those people. I really believe with all my heart, we're going to see some people get saved. Amen. Yeah. Wow. Hallelujah. We're going to see things happen. I believe this with all my heart. Man, things are happening in this world. And they're happening so fast. 
Wow. I'm excited. And one more thing before I open up to anyone that has a testimony. And I know you do. I can tell some of you are just itching to get up. I can tell. <laughs> Don't get attached to your phone. That's right. I mean that with all my heart. It was so funny. There's this commercial on TV. And it shows everyone walking around looking at their phone. Yep. I said, wow, there really are zombies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I guarantee you, that's what they are. They're zombies. They're so sucked into that thing, they ain't got a clue as to what's going on around them. Amen. I've almost hit two or three students walking across the street, didn't even know they were out in the middle of the street. Yep. Wow, don't get wrapped up in it. Because you get wrapped up in that, you aren't going to be ready. Now, I'm just saying that as an old man. Okay, but wow, look around at what's going on around yeah. you. These are exciting days. You gotta be ready and you gotta be watching. Amen. Don't get wrapped up in this world. That's right. Don't do it. Don't hang on to it. You hang on to it, you won't make it. Mm -hmm. Because you can't take anything with you, so you might as well just leave it here. Yeah. yeah. Amen. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So. Amen. Well, praise the Lord. I, I, I kind of went off there, but man, I'm kind of all fired up Amen. and pumped up. Because things are going to happen. Things are going to happen. Things are just getting all set up. It's yeah. just, it's an amazing thing. It's a, just, it blows my mind. All the stuff that's going on in the world, and you're not even hearing about it on the news. Yeah. You don't even know what's going on. Mm -hmm. It's awesome. Oh. Thank the Lord come quickly. Yeah. Wow. Who's got a word of testimony? Come on. Praise the Lord.
told Pastor, I said, he may, the enemy may have come against me thinking that he's going to fight, he's going to fight me in battle, but little does he know my armor got upgraded. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. Amen. That's right. It got upgraded, and I'm stronger now Amen. because of the Lord. Amen. So Amen. Keep holding on to it. Keep praying. Keep fasting. Keep doing what you're doing because the Lord said, my faithful people. Remember that. Mm -hmm. My faithful people. for being here today. Amen. Um, I guess what she was talking about, about the Lord coming back, mm. you know, and I heard that too about the peace plan. I, mm. I, I watched that. Mm. And it makes you really want to examine yourself where you're at with the Lord. Right. Amen. Not just, you know, every Sunday, every Tuesday, every day. Mm -hmm. it makes you wonder if you're in his will. Mm -hmm. Are you in his perfect mm -hmm. will? Amen. You know, I, I want to be in his perfect flow. Amen. That's where I, I, I long to be. Amen. Just to be called a well, you know, when he says, you know, thou good and faithful servant. Yeah. Yeah. I want to be that. Amen. And so I'm longing, I'm longing to see the Lord come. And I have a song in my heart. I want to sing, and you know, what he was talking about, that the song just came to me. It's okay with us, right?
what I just said, and I hope I didn't scare anybody, but understand this, that the Lord's hand is on his people. Yes. And it's like, man, I'm not worried about a thing. Right. No matter what happens, I'm not worried about it. Because I know his hand's on me. It always is. His hand's always on his people. So, wow. Good song, Brother Gary. That was awesome, man. Who's got another word in this one? Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. so good to me. 
on those days where I, I need my dad, my dad's here. The days I need my mom, my mom's here. You know, the days I need, you know, a little kid to come cuddle with me and none of my kids are around. All of a sudden, some little kid's in my lap cuddling with me. And I'm so thankful for that. God provides it daily. You know, and I'm so thankful um, so much for everything he's done in my life. I'm so thankful, you know, that I have a testimony. Yeah. You know, so glad he called me out. Uh, I know I was sharing with somebody uh, on Friday night, you know, God called me out to where I am. Yep. You know, I was relegated by the people who thought they knew me the best. I wasn't even human anymore. I was a thing. You know, I was a what. And to where God has me today. I'm so thankful for that. I'm so thankful to be called a child of God. Yeah. I'm so thankful that he gave me sisters and brothers and moms and dads. And I'm so thankful for the mercy God has poured out in my yeah. life. I'm so thankful for the patience and the understanding. Um, and I give all the praise to God. I had nothing to do with this. You know, if I was still doing it my way, I'd still be in the bar someplace. But God stepped in. And I, I just want to praise Jesus
again, everybody, your testimony. That in itself is uh, good to hear. It's good to know that the Lord is faithful. Every, everything that we encounter, everything that we go through, our life's experience, it's not just, you know, a lot of people talk about fate. It's not just left to fate. Uh, it's because the Lord is in our life and Amen. He is definitely in control, and I'm glad that uh, He's in control of my life. Amen. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 uh, Sister Dini was talking about daily bread and all that, and I, I can, I can connect with her. I can identify with that because you know we think about going through certain things, and Amen. And we're in, we're in need, and you just. You just believe God is, is able, and it just seems like He always seems to come through. Amen. And my wife and I lately, you know, it's been that way. Of course, uh, keep her in your prayers. Uh, she would have been here this evening, but um, we thought we were going to be. Uh, uh, she thought she was going to be watching uh, some other grandchildren, our other grandchildren, but for whatever reason, they didn't show up. So, so she's at home, and uh, her and uh, Wally. <laughs> are together so and Gabe. and Gabe okay Gabe's there alright so she's well taken yes. care of amen she's well taken care of the other day I, I left uh, I left to go do something and Gabe was there uh, Gabe was the only person there with us that day and I was putting my shoes on so I said where are you going Papa I said well I, I, gotta, I gotta go pick up the well I gotta go pick up a, a lawyer at school he said Okay, well, I'll, I'll take care of Grandma while you're gone. <laughs> uh, so he's he's being responsible. He's got that he's got that burden for his grandmother. He does what he can, you know. He, uh, amen. He does what he can for his grandmother. So that's good. And, uh, so it's always good to be know that God He does care. He does care, and He always comes on time. And it just seems like he's always proven himself to us. And sometimes we get so worried. We're human beings, so we get worried. But, you know, the Lord is in control, and he's watching over us, and he's taking care of our every need, and everything is, is okay, everything is fine. And uh, praise God. I'm glad that he's on the throne. I'm glad he's taking care of us. You know, uh, when, we, when we talk about things like that, the, the first thing that comes in my mind is this, it's trust. Putting your trust in the Lord. And when you can put your trust in God, knowing that, you know, he, he said he would never leave us nor forsake us. That's really, to me, it's, it, it's, it's, it's a great comfort to know that that's, that is definitely what it is. It's the truth. It's a fact. And, and we have that to lean upon. So once we come to that place of, of just, you know, putting our lives in God's hands. I remember when we were younger, we go to vacation Bible school, and one song that was just so, and it probably is, I don't know if it is, but the song we used to sing, He's Got the Whole World in His Hands. We used to just chime in just because everybody else was singing and never realized what we were saying, but He's got the whole world. 
He does have the whole world in his hands. I'm glad that he does. He's got, he's got, what does the song say? You and me, brother. In his hands. <laughs> We're all there. We're all there. And uh, I, used to, I used to tell Gabe, you know, when he was born, I said, when you were a baby, Gabe, he goes, yeah. I said, I used to hold you in my hand like this. I said, I used to hold you in my hand. I used to talk to you. Really? I said, yeah, I held you in my hand. You think about that. That's something to be able to be held in somebody's hands. Praise God. And, and for us, for us to be in, in God's hands. Man, especially the the day and the hours that we're living. Amen. My, my, things are happening. Here's the thing, it's happening a lot quicker than we can ever imagine it to happen. And, and uh, of course, Brother Dan and I have been talking about certain things concerning uh, prophecy and end time events, and all these things are just boom, boom, boom. And I remember years ago, we would be wondering, we'd be looking we'd be just you know trying to figure this thing out but you know what now we're there That's right. now we have arrived mm -hmm. now we are there and i think about what the lord said when the son of man returns will he find faith on the earth will he find jesus my mind If there's anything that's ever going to draw us closer to God, you know, and, and uh, how many of you live for God? And we live for God so easy, or we don't, when things are going good? Huh? When things are just, you know, seems to be everything's all right, everything's in place, everything's taken care of. You know what happens? We kind of get a little bit slack as far as our relationship with the Lord, and and we tend to kind of, you know, we're, we we kind of get a little bit of a, you know, human nature gets in the way and says, oh no, everything's all okay, I'm, and I've I've got everything under control. But when something happens that's beyond our beyond our power something that we can't control something that just seems to because there's a lot of events in life we all know that don't we we all know that some of us are still in that place which I, what i call la la land what i mean by that is that we're we're in our comfort zone we haven't really been to a place of where we've been tried or where we've been really tested to the point where it causes uh, stress and anxiety and worry and all these kind of things that just seem to come along with that and then, and you know what the first thing we do when we find ourselves in that position you know what we do we pray yeah. and then we find out how faithful God is yeah. even when we were not faithful yeah. Yeah. when we weren't faithful and then God comes on the scene and he does it every time. He delivers us. He saves us. He heals us. Hallelujah. And so that just kind of seems to be the way life goes. And it's just something, it's just that we're, we're all so acquainted with. I believe all of us in here are, we can identify with what I'm saying because we're acquainted with it. 
but to be able to to be uh, so connected to him our minds upon him our our hearts turn toward him our our feelings our love everything about you know what's in here is is our desire is is him we can just amen just look to him in, in a moment's notice and say lord i i appreciate you i love you and, and praise god this is you know this is our life this is our life to have that relationship with him to be able to have that communion that fellowship that companionship that we so need every day of our life even when things are going good We were talking about something the other day, and Brother Dan and I, and he was talking about uh, the government knowing certain things about, you know, its citizens. Every one of us, little do we realize, I said, you know what? I said, read Tex Mars' book, Project Lucid. He says, if anything will put a fear of God in you, that book will definitely will. If you would understand what's happening with our technology today. Everybody thinks our phones, our cell phones are a, a big step in, in, uh, uh, in, in uh, the world of technology. That was just another way that, uh, praise God, uh, people that have no business sticking their nose in our business. That was just a way for them to keep track of it. Hallelujah. And, and here's the thing. Does anybody know what a fugitive is? A fugitive. He did something wrong, so 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 when he because he knows he's wrong and, and, and he's on the run, he's always looking over his back. Huh? He doesn't want to be caught. He wants to keep himself hidden. He doesn't want to be noticed. Amen. Did you know already we're fugitives? That's right. You may not know that, you, you know, you, you're not running from anything at all, but you know what? They're watching you. Yeah, that's right. yeah. They're listening to every word you say. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, and, 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 and we have their cell phones, so they pick up on every conversation. If you don't believe me, read, read Tex Morris's book. This is a man that knows what he's talking about. Huh? He knows what he's talking about. And, and we say, oh, that's not, that's not real. That's not, that's not true. Yes, it is. It's true. This, this, that's all a part of what, what's going to happen, what's going to befall this world. When, when here, here's, a, here's a term that it's, it's, it's kind of, uh, it's kind of uh, faded out, dissipated from conversation now amongst the politicians. But years ago, they used to mention this, the One World Federation. Yes. Or the one world government. You notice yes. they're not saying that anymore? That's right. They just kind of threw it in our laps just to get us ready for it. But they're not saying it anymore. You know why? Because it's right here. That's yeah. right. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. It's on our dollar bill. Right. And so, so we look at it we go, ah, no, it can't be. You're one of those conspiracy uh, 
What do you call those? Conspiracy theorists. Yeah, conspiracy theorists or agitators or what do you mean, whatever you want to call them. And, and here we got people. Here we have watchmen standing on the walls and saying, "Hey, be careful! That's right. Be careful!" Yeah. And you want to say, "Oh, really?" That's but right. we're not believing what they're telling us. That's right. We're so caught up in this world system. We're so caught up in. And we think that's. No, it's not going to happen that way. It's already here. It's already yes. creeping in. Things that are definitely, that would definitely shake us to our core. But you know what? Somebody mentioned about I'm thankful that we know the truth. I'm thankful That's right. I know the truth. That's right. Man. I'm thankful That's right. somebody, the Lord brought somebody along our path to teach us. That's right. And I'm thankful I took time to learn. I took time That's to right. listen. That's right. You're not all sitting there just to occupy that pew every time you come in. You're all to receive something from God. You're to receive understanding and knowledge and things that will be able to help. You know what? God knows your need before you even come. So everything that he gives you here when you come before him, it's 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 amen. It's for you. It's for your life. It's it's a, a it's a resolve to whatever you're going through. It's a remedy. It's it's an ointment to put on whatever affliction you have. So it would do you well to amen to take advantage of the time that you amen that you spend in the house of God. I thoroughly believe, I thoroughly believe that the Bible says, forsake not the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is. I thoroughly believe that, and I, and I know there's some people that don't believe it. Remember I talked about structure this morning? Remember I talked about the, the Lord and the ministry and the church, and I talked about uh, God, Christ, man, woman, the family, all these are levels of authority. All these are designated, are delegated authority. We, and that's, what the, the, that's how the Word of God structured us. Even as we come together, even at home, we're structured. And we're structured because the Lord put it into place. And we are to, we are to follow that structure. We are to live in the, uh, under the umbrella of that structure. When we try to do everything against it, or when we try to, to, to say it's not needful for us to do that, do you know what we're doing? We're disobeying his authority. Each one of us, each one of us is delegated authority. Each one of you. Huh? Each one of you has a responsibility. Each one of you has an obligation to obey God's word. Amen. You might think to yourself, well, you know, it's not much. No, it is. It's quite a bit. Amen. Did you know that uh, the Bible says those that are least in the kingdom of God are the greatest? Amen. And we think we have a, a small part, but you know what? We do not have a small part. We have a, a big part Amen. in God's plan. Amen. And, and let me let me say this again. You're not just uh, you're not just pew pew occupiers or pew sitters. Amen. 
Pew potatoes. <laughs> almost like almost like I said, pew potatoes. <laughs> There's a scripture in the book of Daniel. That's not my message tonight. But it says this in Daniel chapter 11, around verse number 32. But the people that do know their God, the people that do know their God. How many of you know God? Whatever knowledge you have right now, I would hold on to that knowledge. Whatever experience that you have with God, I would hold on to that experience, but let it grow. Nurture it. Everything that comes your way from the word, let me tell you something, I would go after it. I would I would ingest it. And and I would put it into practice in my life. I would I would live it. They amen that preach the gospel should live of the gospel. Why? Because it's a part of us. So the people that do know their God shall be strong. Shall be strong. Huh? Shall be strong. And do exploits. You know what that means? There's kind of a, uh, it, it, it's, it's, it, it's a, it's a definition that, uh, praise God, that goes, you know, it's, it, it, it's not just centered on, on one particular meaning. It's, it's actually got an extension to its meaning. But it means this. People that will, will perform or people that will uh, 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 accomplish heroic deeds. Huh? And, and, and it, it kind of slides down a little bit. And also, the, in the caption, it says, miraculous deeds. The people that do know their God shall be strong and do exploits. You know what time he's talking about? He's talking about the end time. That's why I say the church, you know, when we talk about what's going to happen in this country, a lot of people, even, even theologians, they go, man, woo, the church is going to be gone. Because, because this is the great tribulation. Well, the whole, seven, the whole 70th week of Daniel is not the tribulation. Only a, a certain part of it. Huh? Amen. And, and, but they like to say it's the whole seven years. No, no, that's not what the Bible teaches. But did you know this? It says that if we, if we walk in faith, he will keep us in that hour of temptation. That's why I say, once we get a hold of what, what it is that God has for us and what he's doing in us. Let me tell you something. The church and the church is going to rise during that period of time. A lot of things are going to be taking place. A lot of things are going to be happening. But guess what? You know what Daniel said? Uh, it says, those that be wise shall shine as the stars in the firmament. In other words, guess what? We're going to be out there and we're going to be winning souls. Amen. 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 
Here we are. I want you to become I want you to become knowledgeable in the things of God. I want you to I want you to understand that God wants you to become knowledgeable. He wants to you to know, he wants you to understand, he wants you to be aware and and if you are, praise God, uh, Amen, you are going to do you are going to do exploits. You are going to do exploits. You're going to overcome. Praise God. <coughs> you said, and this is not my message. Well, let's, let, me, let me backtrack. This could be my message. I don't know. Amen. Maybe this is a message from, from the Lord directly to you. But in 1 John chapter 2, he said, he said uh, in verse 12, I write unto you, little children, because your sins are forgiven you for his name's sake. Your sins are forgiven. Remember, your sins are forgiven. Praise God. He says, I write unto you fathers. Are there any fathers in here? Amen. Yeah, there's quite a few fathers in here. I write unto you fathers because ye know him that is from the beginning. I write unto you young men. Are there any young men in here? Because ye have overcome the wicked one. I write unto you, little children, because ye have known the Father. I write unto you, fathers, because you have known him that is from the beginning. I have written unto you, young men, because ye are strong, and the word of God abideth in you, and you have over and ye have overcome the wicked one. <coughs> So that includes everybody in here. Amen. I was going to say something about my grandmother this morning, and I realized I, I was just carrying on, and I forgot. My, my, my grandmother, she wasn't probably that tall, if I remember. She was probably 5'2", five 5'3". Five she was a praying woman. And uh, she knew what? Boy, every conversation you, you had with grandma, it just seemed like, you, you could always look for the scripture to be brought in somewhere. She had a she had a, a answer for everything, and it's only because she knew her word. So every time she would talk, you know, and if you were talking to her about certain things, then she said, "Well, the Bible says this," and so you 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 got it. I'll tell you something about my grandmother. She didn't just shoot one barrel; she shot both barrels. She got you good, and you know what? Me and my brothers, you know, uh, Brother Aaron and I, we're probably, we're probably the, the shortest ones out of all our, our brothers. Our brothers are, they're taller than, than we are. They're, oh, our older brothers, they were taller than we were. So we're probably the shortest ones. So you can see I'm 6'2", I think Brother Aaron's 6'2", six 6'3", six somewhere around there. But, but anyway, here we were, and, and, and even, even, even some of the, our, our, our uh, cousins and stuff, you know, when Grandma came around, and they seen Grandma coming, they said, oh, here comes Grandma! <laughs> it was like they were trying to find a way. If they couldn't find the back door, they tried to find the closet. Here comes Grandma. And when Grandma came into place, right away, everybody just quiet. And when Grandma said something, everybody just started. Why? Because when she pointed her finger at you, 
For as little as she was, and looking up to us, everybody was doing. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Huh? We, we, we had a fear of God. But you know why it was? Grandma lived the life. She tried her best to live the life that she understood. Praying, reading, huh? living a godly life. She was a holy woman. Amen. She had strong convictions. So as a result of that, you know, she didn't mess around. And so people knew that about her. So when she came around, guess what? Everybody, it seemed like you got rid of the, the cursing. You got rid of the slang. You got rid of the disrespect. And you straightened up real, real quick. I wish that would happen to a lot of people. When they see, when they, when they have a fear of God, when they, when they actually can, can uh, uh, see godliness in people, you know what, I wish they would honor that. I wish they would get a fear of God. I, I, I wish they would become respectful. Mm -hmm. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. But you know why Grandma carried, you know why she had that uh, influence, that impact upon us? It's because she lived the life. Word of God was in her and she was strong. Mm -hmm. So that's what he said. I've written unto you, fathers, because ye know him that is from the beginning. I'm speaking not just to the fathers, but to the mothers too. Right. Each and every one of us in here. All you ladies in here. All you ladies in here. Right. Mm -hmm. That's right. You all, you all have a purpose. Amen. And God can use you. Amen. That's how my grandmother was. My grandmother wasn't afraid to pray for people. She didn't have the Holy Ghost, but she wasn't, she wasn't afraid to put her hands on you and pray for you. <laughs> but it's kind of funny because God rewarded her. God re rewarded her humility and obedience. When she was 83 years old, he filled her with the Holy Ghost. Laying in her bed, or she wasn't laying down. She was sitting up with pillows brought behind her back, worshiping, worshiping the Lord. We just got done having some prayer. She wanted to do a little singing. We were sitting and singing, and all of a sudden, she just lifted up her hands. All of a sudden, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Yeah. I tell you, what, I know those angels. Yeah. 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 And just like everybody's, you know, everybody's jaw dropped, and everybody's like, She's, she's a woman that told me, grandson, you should go to seminary and become a priest like your grandfather and like your uncle. And you know, I said, grandma, I never will. There's two things I'll do in my life. I'll never get married. I'll never become a priest. <laughs> you know what? She rejoiced to see my life changed. When I, when I went in to talk to her about her water baptism, guess what? My grandma was all lit up. She was, you know what? And she was, you know, she didn't say this, but I could just see her, just the way she was smiling. And kind of just Thank God for answering my prayer. And here's my grandson telling me about baptism. 
something. I'm, I'm not going to say it this way. But it, 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 you know, if I do, it's, it's only to get you to understand. It's only to get your minds to, to comprehend or to, to wrap yourself around what God is doing. So I use it in this, in this fashion. I, I say it this way so you can understand it. But I feel, I feel God is going to do something for not just some of you. I feel God wants to do something for this whole fellowship. Amen. Amen. That's right. And, and I feel like the Holy Ghost is going to minister in, in, a, in, in a level, in a capacity that, amen. We, we have been on this, in this particular area, our plateau spiritually, but you know what God wants us to do? God wants us to move on. That's amen. right. Amen. He wants us to go a little higher. And, and last week's tongues interpretation was a verification of that. That was... Amen. And, and when the Lord spoke, I thought to myself, Woo! Amen. Wow. That's right. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. I keep, I keep looking at that other side over there. Sometimes when, 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 you know, I try not to dwell on certain things and I know the difference between need and want. I know the difference between need and want. I don't want this to be a selfish, something that I desire because of my own selfish wing. It's not that. You know, and I, and I forget about it. I try to put it out of my mind and not to focus on it. Get my mind on other things and, and, and the things of God, but it just seems like my mind always tends to come back to that. And it's like the Lord say, hey, don't, don't, don't give it up. Don't give it up. Don't put it behind you because it's going to be in front of you very soon. Because God knows how to move upon men. What is amazing that God knows how to move upon you right now. Every one of you in here, Whatever it is. You know what I'm so burdened for? It's all this affliction, all the sickness, all the infirmities that, that you know, we have been experiencing, that we have been, you know, uh, hit with. And I know the scripture says, uh, many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivereth him them out of them all. I, I know that that's what the scripture says, but you know, there's to me there is a, a certain there is a certain point. There's a certain point where that happens. Okay, it's not that we are to be afflicted at all times. I, I just read in the scripture where that that the word of God abides in us and we are strong. We are strong because the word of God abides in us. And we are to remember that. There's a reason why uh, uh, the Apostle John stated it so many times over and over, repetition. Why? Because he wanted the people of God to understand, hey, you have the word of God. It's in you. So you should be strong. You should be strong in the word of God. Hallelujah. 
So as a result of you being strong in the word of God, our faith should be elevated to a level where we can stand, amen, even in, in, a, in a time of, of trial and affliction and adversity and, and all these things come against us. We can stand our ground because the word of God abides in us and we can speak by faith. Amen. And say, you have no place here. That's right. Huh? Sickness, you have no place here. Huh? You know what? You know what the Lord told the, the Israelites when they were coming uh, out of Egypt. He said, "All the plagues, all these plagues that are uh, uh, upon the Egyptians, I will not put upon you." He said, "As long as you keep my commandments." That's right. Now, why would God be contrary to His word? Why would he be contrary to his word? It's, it's very simple. Sometimes we look for, we try to look for it way up here, but it's very simple. Let me tell you something. If, if you know that there is a, if somebody is sick and they're afflicted and all this, and you know what it is? It's, it's, it's a virus. So what do you do? You've got to kill that virus. That's right. You've got to kill that germ. There's certain ways to do it. But I believe this, if, if we keep ourselves in the place with God, if we, and that's why I say ingestion in the word. Did you ever notice this? You can read it in the scripture and they address it in the book of Haggai. They said that, you know, if a, if a, if a man touch uh, 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 the body of a dead person or anything unclean, will he be unclean? They said, yes. But if a man touch that which a, a holy garment or a holy flesh, will he, be, will he become holy? No. Why is it that person will not uh, be, be, be made holy just with, with contact? Why is it? Because, amen, you have to ingest the holy things. You have to ingest it. It has to become a part of you. Have to, you have to partake of it. And that's what they did. Every Israelite male that went there, he partook of that, of, of that, uh, uh, that offering. He ate it along with the priest. So he ingested it. So as a result, guess what? He became holy. So when we think about the word of God abiding in us, he said, ye are strong. Why is it the word abides in us? I guarantee you we'll see a, 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 a lot of results. I, I guarantee you there's going to be a significant difference. If we can lay aside worldly knowledge and worldly influence and worldly information and get in the word of God. affected the way we do is because we spend so much time in an infected area. Stephanie and I were going to head down to Whitewater to see my mother. We made plans to go spend the day with her. And uh, it's a good thing we didn't go. We ended up we didn't go for whatever reason. We didn't go, and uh, and we, I told my sister that. I said, we were planning on coming down to, to see mom, and she said, well, it's a good thing you didn't come, because you would have came all that way for nothing. I said, why? She said, because they quarantined the care center. There's a flu epidemic going around Whitehurst, so they don't want anybody from the outside to come in and infect all the clients there in the care center. Wow. I said, woo, woo, woo. You know what? It's like the Lord saying, see? 
If we don't, if we don't want to, to, to be infected by a virus, by a germ, you quarantine. Right. You cut off. That's right. And you know why it is we all struggle with certain things. You know why it is that we're, we, we're touched by certain things. It's because we're not quarantined ourselves. We're not cutting off the worldly elements. We're not cutting off sin. Are you listening to me? We're being defiled by those things. So as a result, you know what the Lord said? Hey, all these diseases that are upon the Egyptians, I'm not going to put upon you. As long as you obey my word. You're going to be a healthy people. And see, we're so used to this. We're so used to this. My OCD always kicks in. Huh? I wash my hands so much, my hands are dry, cracked up. So what happens when they get dry and cracked up because of the soap? I, uh, I remember one time we went to go see, uh, I can't remember if it was Dash, when he was a newborn baby, we had to go see ICU in uh, Sioux Falls, and we went in to see him. You know what they made us do? We had to put on a gown, right, right. and we had to put on a mask, and then we had to, to wash our hands for three minutes with this, remember that, Julia? With that soap, and we had to scrub our whole arms. We had to wrap up our sleeves. We had to scrub, and we scrub and scrub. Why? Because they didn't want us to bring in a germ that would infect him. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Amen. Somebody says, well, how are you going to explain that, Pastor? Huh? How are you going to... What, what, what are we going to do? Let me tell you something. I believe this. It's spiritual. It's how you apply your faith. And it's how you humble yourself. What I was talking about today. Humbling yourself to the will of God. I know something. If, if, if you are ardent students of God's word. And if you pursue this like it was, like there was no tomorrow, he, he might just make some Christians out of you. Wow. <laughs> what am I saying? We can't just approach it with a, with a sense of slackness. I might read my Bible, oh, I might read uh, today for a little bit, and I won't pick it up until maybe, uh, maybe Wednesday. You know what he said? Sanctify them with thy truth. Sanctify them with thy truth. Sanctify them with thy truth. Thy word is truth. you think about that you think about my mind I, I, I quote this scripture so many times that I guess sometimes uh, when you hear it it seems like it's it's kind of numbs your uh, 
beyond your uh, ability to understand and comprehend what it's really saying, but I'll say that uh, be not dis deceived, uh, deceived. Don't mock God. Don't mock Him. Whatsoever man soweth, so also shall he reap. If he of the flesh, if he sows to the flesh, he shall of the flesh reap corruption. But if he sows to the Spirit, he shall of the Spirit reap what? Everlasting life. Be not deceived. God is not mocked. So why is it? To me, to me it's this. Uh, to me it's this. It is we sow to the flesh. We sow to the flesh. <clears throat> we make our connection through the elements of this world, through our flesh. But you know what we need to do? We need to sow to the spirit. That's right. Amen. Amen. We need to sow to the spirit. Yeah. I'm a I'm a I'm an old man. Praise God. I'm over 50, so I guess you can call me an old man. When I, when, I was, when I turned 50 years old, my daughter said, Dad, you're as old as dirt. So I said, well, thank you very much. Well, I, I'll accept that. That's reality. I'm as old as dirt. But I'm an old man, and I, I understand certain things about, you know, I, I've been in this thing for a long time. I understand certain things. I'm not there yet, but I'm trying to get there. Huh? I'm trying to understand. I'm trying to apply everything about God's word to my life. I'm doing the best I can. I'm not perfect, but I'm on my way to perfection. Amen. So I, I know one thing. If you if you seek God, if you if you ingest God's word, if you have a desire to want to just truly get into his word and allow his word to put your life together. You're going to find out it's true. God will give you life. But here's the other part of it. We're still human. We're still mortal beings. We still have to wrestle with our flesh. And that's the part that we always tend to fall back to. And I'm saying this just because, uh, you know, I know this. I, 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 I've seen God heal before. I've seen God heal cancer. I've seen God open up blind eyes. I've seen God open up deaf ears. I've seen the dumb talk. I, I, I've seen... Uh, uh, people that had MS, God healed their, 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 their body, their legs. I've seen crooked legs made straight. Huh? I've seen all that. I've, I've seen, uh, I've seen uh, 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 growths fall out of people's, off of people's bodies. Huh? I, I've seen all that. I've, I've experienced it. So I know one thing. God's word is true. And, and here's the thing. I don't want to settle for anything less. That's right. Because once we, once we preach, once we preach, once we believe, but the first thing is we have to believe. Amen. These signs shall follow them that believe. That's right. Amen. Amen. That's right. Hallelujah. That's right. That's right. Praise. So, I remember hearing a, a beautiful message. Brother Aaron probably remembers this. A brother uh, down in Georgia one time preached that. One of Brother Roberts, one of the camping, this was way a long time ago. 
back in the 80s, 90s, somewhere back there, he, he, he preached a message out of the Old Testament. He said, the, the title of his message was this, Shall I Recover? <laughs> and he preached about the king who was infirmed and, and he, a disease came upon him and you know what, he prayed to God to heal him and you know what his thought was? Shall I recover? Am I going to recover from this? And you know what that brother preached about? Yes, we can recover from this. Praise God. That's the good thing. We can recover from whatever comes upon us. We can recover. But you know what? That is, that is determined by Sanctify them with thy truth. Thy word is truth. And, and you think about it, and, and, and when, you, when you read it in the scripture, it, it, it's, it's just so, uh, you know, it's there, and, and uh, the Bible talks about it. Every time man was in a, in a place of, of great need, of great need, it says, uh, uh, you know, they, they suffered their, their hardships. Uh, they cried unto the Lord in the trouble, and he saved them out of their distresses. Mm -hmm. He saved them out of his distresses. And that's in uh, Psalms 107, uh, verse number 13. And, and, and you read this, and you read this, and in verse number 20 it says, He sent his word and healed them. Amen. And delivered them from all their destructions. Somebody might be saying right now, well, aren't we supposed to feel something? Huh? Isn't this supposed to be some kind of energy or electricity in the air that we're feeling so that we can experience that? No, no, no. Amen. It has nothing to do with feeling or energy or, or anything like that. It all has to do with faith. That's right. Amen. Believing. Amen. Here, was, here were Jesus' disciples, and when they were crossing the Sea of Galilee and going across the other side, he, he told them, he said, get in the boat and, and go to the other side. He gave them instruction, go to the other side. In other words, you know, you're going to make it to the other side, but guess what? When they're in the midst of that sea, a, a, a storm arose, there was a great tempest, and Great wind and the waves begin to begin, you know, just begin to move this boisterous and this moving and all this and, and they begin to be afraid and they thought they were all going to uh, drown in, in that in the sea of uh, Galilee. But guess what? And here comes the Lord walking on the water. Walking up to them and they said, It's a spirit. But he said, No, it is I. And he comes to them. And he said, you know what he said? He, he rebuked him for not having faith. Yeah. And then he turns around and he says, peace be still. To this storm, to this tempest, to the waves, peace be still. And all of a sudden there was just a great calm. Everything just went back to the way it was. And you know what the Bible says? They marveled. How can any man speak like this? Even the wind and the waves obey him. Right. 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 
interpretation in there, him will coming up to the scene and saying, what's the matter, boys? What you all riled up about? Right. <laughs> huh? Amen. And he turns around and says, hey, hold your peace. Amen. And all of a sudden, shh. But why was it? By why was it? He sent his word and he healed them. See, God, the Lord, I believe this, he wants us to operate in that level of faith. We can come to that place where we can, uh, you know, just settle in our hearts, just make up our minds. This is what God wants us to, to be. This is how he wants us to be. The word of God is in you. It abides in you. You are strong. And the word of God abides in you. Every individual, every family, every household that is going through something right now. Is sickness natural? Any any doctors in here? Any nurses in here? Anybody connected to the medical field? Or? Sierra? No, you're education, aren't you? Okay, okay. You're off the hook then. <laughs> but here's, here's something. We, we know those things exist, don't we? Yes. Those things are, you know, they're, 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 they have come into the world that God created, the devil wanted to make things hard for mankind. So when he brought sin, sin just seemed to defile and corrupt everything in this world and, and change everything. So this world, it wasn't, it wasn't a, a, a holy anymore. It became defiled because sin was there. But did you know that in every area that sin was allowed to creep in, Then it it did its it did its work. So when we think about that, when we think about all these things that are you know outside our you know in our world, Paul said he said, and I'll, and I'll paraphrase it and I'll put it in modern vernacular. I know we have to live in the world, but don't be part of the world. Do not do not. Touch the world. Don't be a part of them. Uh, he even went so far as saying, evil communications corrupt good manners. That's right. So when you make contact with them and, and, and they, if they're, they influence you, you know, our kids are learning that. Yeah. 
You might think to yourself, well, what, what all these things are happening, and you and you know, we look at it innocently and say, Oh, that can't be. But here we are. We let them do whatever they want to do on those yeah. on those iPhones and iPads. And they 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 can do whatever they want to do. Did you realize this? They are opening up a doorway. And I could just hear somebody say, Oh, there he goes again. I'm just saying this because you know what? I have a burden. Hallelujah. You know, I've been I've been praying. Uh, I was I was praying a while back, about maybe about a month, maybe a little longer than that. But I was praying a while back, just talking to the Lord. You know, just talking to Him about you know different different things that I've been. Uh, feeling in the spirit, different things that are going on, the burdens that I've been carrying and seeing all these things happening with certain ones and I thought to myself, Lord you know yeah, we've, we've got to do something about this we've got to do something about this and you know what the Lord showed me and it was just in a moment's time he showed me this he, seen, he showed me the Apostle Paul and he showed me people taking him handkerchiefs and pieces of clothing off the Apostle Paul. And as they were doing that, guess what? Those people were being healed. They were being delivered. Evil spirits were coming out of them. And he showed me that. And there they were, taking them off of Paul. This is what was happening. And, and he was saying, this is what needs to happen. People need to believe in the ministry of God. Never understood that. I, I prayed about it. You know, the Lord's used me in, in that in that uh, in that capacity. He's used me several times. I, it was it was never anything I, I took. I never took it upon myself to do that. But other men of God, the Lord spoke to and said, "Brother Marshall, this is what we want to do. We want you to do this." And I thought, "Well, okay." But you know, God bore witness to it, so that when God used those. Uh, handkerchiefs in, in that fashion and I never realized this and, and I was praying and, and, and my, 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 my mistake was this I had people pray for those uh, handkerchiefs and, and anoint those handkerchiefs and I was thinking okay everything's set up but you know what the Lord spoke to me one time he says no man no, no. he said they have to come from your body and you know I thought about that I thought <coughs> And here, here, a few days later, Brother Hancock calls me, talks to me, and he says, Brother Harold, when God uses you in that fashion, he said, understand this, those handkerchiefs have to come from your body. That's what the scripture says. That for, from the body of Paul, we're taken. Talk to myself, wow. But you know, when I, when I seen that, I thought to myself, okay, this is what we're going to do. We're going to have a healing service. Amen. 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 We're going to have a healing service. Why? Because I believe it's God's will. Amen. Certain things that are happening. Because I want God's people to open. So I want this church to get itself ready. You know, I forgot to make an announcement tonight. 
fasting list is up in the in the fellowship hall. Um, Tuesdays and Thursdays, I'm going to designate as fast days. And you can fast either one or both days if you want to. Beginning this week, Tuesdays and Thursdays are going to be designated fast days. So if you want to fast on either one of those days, put your name on that list. Just because we want to know who's all fasting on which day. But we will do this. We will do this starting this weekend. We'll go on and we'll fast and we'll pray. I know some of you work in all this and, you know, your schedules are, you know, so I thought maybe two days out of the week will be sufficient right now for you to get yourself ready. Maybe even if you feel led to go on and go into an extended fast, that will be fine. But all this to prepare ourselves, to condition ourselves, to get ready for a move of God, a much needed move of God. There's so many, so many things we have to overcome. Principalities, powers, dominions, we have to overcome. And I believe we will once we come to that place of seeking God the way we should. I believe we're going to experience a, a moving of the Spirit, an outpouring of the Holy Ghost. Not so much that God needs to move, it's that we need to move with God. So... That's what I feel led to do right now. Praise God. Let's all stand. A little different tonight, but that's fine. It's all the Lord. I appreciate all of you. And we're all going to come into a place right now Come into agreement right now. Because of the need, because of what's happening, so many afflicted. So many afflicted. So many suffering. So many bound. We need to see God deliver them. Set them free. Heal them. Save them. So if you could think of any person right now, any loved one, any any relative, any friend, any acquaintance of yours right now, if you can think of anybody, let's all agree together right now in Jesus' name. We come together in agreement, Lord. We thank you, Father, because that's what you have <coughs> instructed us to do. Those are your words to us. So we come together, Lord, in your holy name, in this place. And Father, we carry, God, the, the burdens that we do, the supplications and our petitions, Lord, that we have. And as you have spoken, Lord, that we are to cast all our cares upon you because you care for us. Lord, we understand, Lord, and we come right now, Lord, in obedience to your word and humility, Lord, we ask you to receive, receive our re requests, Lord, our prayers. Lord, you know, Father, we pray for so many tonight, Lord. Those who are absent, those who have 
Amen. Withdrawing themselves, Lord, from this body. Those, Lord, who are suffering. Those in need, Lord. Those in afflicted. Amen. Those even tormented, oh God, you know. Amen. All our family, all our friends, oh God. We pray right now, Lord. We pray for your spirit to move, God. Amen. For heaven, Lord, to come down. To visit, Lord. To visit us, Lord, in this place. To visit us individually. To visit us as a body. Lord, we pray for that anointing. Amen, Lord. To fall upon us. We pray for the power of God. We pray for a demonstration of your spirit and of your power. God, in the name of Jesus Christ, we know, Lord. We acknowledge the sacrifice, Lord, that you have, amen, given for us, Lord, shed your blood, Lord, for us, Lord, that we can be redeemed, that we can be saved, we can be delivered, even healed, Lord. We stand upon that promise right now with all our loved ones. God, we ask that you would reach out, Lord. There's so many. God, that you would reach out, Lord, to every one of them, Lord. You know their needs. God, you know the very thing, Lord, that, amen, Lord, that hinders, Lord, that, amen, God, that, Lord Jesus, that leads them astray from you, Lord. Hallelujah. That you administer, God, that you would speak to them. Let them feel your presence. Let them feel your presence. Let them feel your word, oh God. Come into their mouth, oh Lord. Let them remember, oh God. Amen, Jesus. Let them feel your light, Lord. God, let them feel hope, oh Lord. Amen, Jesus. Let them remember, Lord,
shalt speak unto me, saith the Lord. Yea, and if thou comest to me by faith, saith the Lord, thou shalt see, thou shalt see my presence, saith the Lord. Yea, I shall visit thee, saith the Lord, and thou shalt know that I am in the midst of thee. Yea, and I shall bear witness to my word, saith the Lord. Thou shalt see my presence in the midst of thee, saith the Lord. Believe, saith the Lord, Yea, stand upon my word, and thou shalt see it, saith the Lord, and thou shalt know that I am with thee, saith the Lord, and I will perform, saith the Lord. Ma'isha, Lord, Jesus, 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 Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you. Jesus. Glory, Lord. Praise God. Determine when we are going to reschedule that lunch uh, sale. We'll announce it, and hopefully, we can get some help 
for the workers, how that would be it. But, uh, and uh, remember to pray for uh, our meetings coming up with Brother Luke Wethy, the 26th of February through the 1st of March. And as I announced this morning, Brother Robert Longshore will be stopping in this coming month. I don't know exactly when, but once I find out and get the uh, specifics on it, I will announce it to the church. So, hallelujah. Thank you for coming. Thank you for your presence here. Greet one another. You're all blessed in Jesus' name. God bless.